0: I mean, let's be honest, for your average Israeli or Brit or most of the Western world, nobody would say that a TV was a luxury good. Now, 55 inches worth of TV, we're into a size discussion, uh, which I know you like, Molly.
1: (laughs) Well, it does matter.
0: Look, I thought I'd do that before you did, because I knew you were... (laughs) Well
1: done, Alex. You were
0: going to make the joke, so I thought I might as well.
1: Yes, you witty bastard. This is the Mid-East Peace Podcast. I am your host, Molly Livingstone, here in Jerusalem, in the Middle East. And on the other side of the pond, we have, as always, Alex Giles. Welcome, Alex. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Good morning. How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm... I'm pleasant. It's a beautiful day outside, but I have a baby inside who won't go the fuck to sleep. It's funny. So, cause I there you go.
0: I do not have that problem because I can go to sleep mm. any time I want. In fact, I might have a nap. Thank you so much. I might have a nap after this podcast. <laughs> and I, I've only been up for an hour or so, but I could do a nap. It uh, wouldn't be a problem.
1: Yeah, I could also just put a little bit of uh, melatonin in her food and see how that works out, too. But I'm trying to be a better parent. You're trying
0: to be a better person, the best version of yourself you can be. I'm
1: trying. I'm I'm waiting to see what that looks like. But (laughs) through this fog of tiredness, it's hard to see. So let's talk about the real news. Yes. The most important stuff in the world. What's going on, Alex?
0: Let's talk about the Olympics again. We talked about this last week, but <laughs> breaking
1: but, news: yeah. the Olympics. Well, yeah.
0: to my surprise, it's still going on. Olympics...
1: I'm, i my surprise too. Yeah, aren't,
0: aren't you like a little bit surprised because? Obviously, you know, though so Britain has done, you know, reasonably well. We've won sort of four or five medals. But you know, when you think about Winter Olympics as a Brit, you think, okay, skiing, yeah, yeah, and like I'm pretty sure there's ice hockey because you remember like the Americans and the Russians always ever go at that, yeah. But after that, that's like big, a big deal. And, and figure skating because here in England, we had Britain. We had Torvald and Dean back in the 80s who won a gold medal. So and we had Hava
1: Nagila last week. Who yeah, yeah, exactly. So won we, a survival so video.
0: Yeah, so we we understand these as Winter Olympic sports. We can't really name any other ones. So we're always, I'm always, a little bit confused that it's still going on because I would have thought they would have run out of sports by now.
1: Yeah, I just feel like it's so interesting because the world has changed so much where you're not allowed to have a gender. And yet we hold on to these bizarre traditions of like things like the Olympics. Like, get over it. We don't need it anymore. I'm not sure who watches and who cares. But yet, there is this part of society where we, we have changed the way marriage looks. Do you understand? Marriage now can be a man and a man and a woman and a woman. And in some parts, somewhere, I'm sure a man and a dog. But like things like the Olympics, let's hold on to that. Let's keep that tradition.
0: I think, Molly, you may have offended quite a few sports lovers there by suggesting that the Olympics is like a man marrying a dog, (laughs) which is what I got from that. But listen, let's talk about the Olympics from a Middle East point of view, which is what we're supposed to do. So the big Middle East story was, uh, I don't know if you caught this, is Iran, the Iranian athletes, not getting their Olympic edition Samsung Galaxy Note 8 handset phone.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. You didn't, what, you, what happened? The Israelis went in? No,
0: you stole would thought, their phone. no, no. Funnily enough, the Israelis, no? Israelis had nothing, well, they might have had something to do with it, but, but the Israelis... They, they always have they always, something to do with it. what am I saying? Mm-hmm. Of course you probably have something to do with it. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> this is a bit like the Oscars, apparently, where you get these goodie bags just for basically turning up. Right. You know, it's so just for competing. Yeah, it's, like, you know, it's called
1: swag. Yeah, yeah, swags. swag. Yeah, it's,
0: it's swag. I didn't know. Goodie
1: bags. You're a child. You're yes, a goody child. Bags. So it's,
0: yeah, no, well, a bit of cake, bit of cake and cheap gift. But no, the Olympics for, now... The fruit oh, cake. fruitcake. Fruitcake. Oh, I love. I still got some left if you want some. I'll send you some. But anyway... Of course you do. But there's Olympic swag. I didn't know this, but there is. And one of the Olympic swags, because uh, Samson clearly are a sponsor of the Olympics, is this latest handset. So everyone gets one of these. So there, apparently, last week, the Iranian team, in spare time between skiing and figure skating and whatever the other sports that people do... Steroids. In the winter, I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, are all queuing up for this phone. And they're told, you can't have one. And apparently, the reason they were told they can't have one is because there is a UN sanction banning the supply of luxury goods to Iran. This is the excuse that was given.
1: Oh, yeah. lovely! Yeah, so, I like it.
0: Well, I mean, a a the fact that Samsung are immediately going, oh yeah, the Note 8 a luxury good, but okay, that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So immediately, Iranians who are very very tech loving and we'll go on to some interesting little factoids about this started hashtagging, you know, boycott Samsung, and the Olympic committee got involved in this and obviously reversed this very very quickly. Now I like. Wait, them.
1: so they broke the law? Well, they not. went against a sanction and handed out just because of a hashtag? Well,
0: I don't think... I mean, this is the question. I haven't looked too deeply into this, whether or not a phone is considered a luxury good. I mean, nowadays, you would regard... But it
1: was a handset. Well, yes. it was a handset. Well, the handset. so much more.
0: had so much more. Uh, that know. is luxury. Oh, are we sponsored by Samsung? That would be awesome. Yeah, the Galaxy Eight. so much more. <laughs> it's a luxury good. Oh, this could be our first sponsor. Other phones, I love it. Other phones are available. But, you know, if Samsung are listening, I'll take yeah. one. I think they're great. Yeah.
1: I'll use a handheld whenever totally, I can get one. I'll
0: take one of the ones they weren't gonna to give to the Iranians. That's what I'll do.
1: Well, they gave them to them. They yeah. did, they did.
0: So. so they gave them back. The, Ara- now you'll love this bit. The Iranian Prosecutor General, which by the way, is an awesome title. Why would you not want a career which, which you were called the Prosecutor General? That's, That's like,
1: exactly what my husband calls
0: me. It's an awesome job title. Anyway, he ordered Samson's boss in Iran to be summoned for questioning. Now, within that sentence, how many scary words are there for you? Prosecutor general, pretty fucking scary, being summoned, not inviting or asking, and Hmm. questioning. Not discussion, interview, chat, but questioning, being summoned. I would have shat myself (laughs) if that sentence... I would have cracked myself if that sentence had been attached with, you know, the Iranian Prosecutor General has ordered Alex to be summoned for questioning would scare the shit out of me. And I think it's pretty much huh. probably the scariest sentence that you can put together.
1: This is coming from a man who just used goody bags mm. as an adult. True, true. So I would it not does hold up. Sense, I would though. not
0: hold up to any sort of questioning in this situation. And
1: apparently You wouldn't have done well with the Nazis.
0: I would not have done well. Waterboarding, Nazis, I would tell them everything. I would not be good in a resistance cell. Anyone <laughs> thinking I should be a member of a resistance <laughs> don't invite me to your resistance cell. I do not hold up well <laughs> under torture. Just the threat of it. Not cool.
1: Do you cry on dates? Because I get that vibe right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah, it has happened. But I went to the European premiere of, I'll just drop this into my lifestyle that I live. Uh, I went to the European premiere the other night of Red Sparrow, the new Jennifer Lawrence movie. Okay. So you go down the red carpet, for anyone who hasn't been to a premiere, you get kind of <laughs> shoved down this red carpet and you see all the photographers in front of you. But then you get held in a little back area while people scream, Jennifer, Jennifer, over here, over here. Jennifer, by the way, is not my name of the weekend. So, <laughs> so you have to wait around this corner while people- No
1: one was looking for Alex Giles of the Mid-East. No space. That's it. what Alex, you're saying. Alex, feel,
0: but the point Alex, of this, Alex yeah, how do you
1: do it? Know, what are you wearing? I
0: know what I'm wearing. Tell us about the podcast. <laughs> no, none of that happens. But the point about this story is, in this movie, which is an okay movie by the way, we can do the film review later, there is a, a very <laughs> unpleasant <laughs> scene of torture. I mean it's pretty freaking full on. Just being shown that, I would have given up. If you just showed me that bit of the the <laughs> Friedlanders movie and went, there you go, I'll just tell you everything. So anyway, if you're thinking wow. of me yeah if you're thinking you
1: are i'm a no good baby
0: i'm no you're good you're
1: no good
0: i'm no good you're so no I good don't invite me to your resistance cell that's the headline story
1: that's not cracking under pressure that's cracking under suggestion
0: yes absolutely I mean, absolutely no no danger at all anyway okay back so to if so, you
1: were summoned to question yeah by the prosecutor yeah
0: yeah by the prosecutor general not just the prosecutor the prosecutor right general. of course that makes it i don't know what it is about adding the word general to the word prosecutor i see
1: a hat and a badge and that makes yeah it
0: it just really kind of quadruples it doesn't it It like it's like terrifying squared it's it's a scary it's a scary especially for you yeah i don't know
1: how you got through buffy the vampire slayer yeah yeah
0: yeah that's true that's true but anyway but but i'm not obviously the only one that was scared by this because see the boss of samson got this invitation you know, summons, yeah. and immediately—I don't know this to be true, but probably immediately fled the country. That's
1: exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I
0: mean, you would, wouldn't you? But anyway, Samson immediately turned around and said, "No, no, 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 no. Here, have these phones." And on top of that, everybody gets a fifty-five-inch TV as well.
1: Stop it! You're yeah. joking. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So every Iranian athlete on on top of on top no. of the phone. They all got a 55-inch TV as, as well, which I think is pretty Or brilliant.
1: they had to figure out a way how they were going to fit it in their suitcase, and they knew that they weren't going to be able to, so they weren't going to be able to bring it home. What do you think?
0: Look, I think personally that the boss of Samson in Iran, after being summoned for questioning by the Prosecutor General, probably hand-delivered each of these 55-inch TVs to every mm. Iranian um, athlete. So that goes to show, by the way, that threats do work. Just in case work, yeah. in, in case anyone was wondering, this sort of slight threat of violence, which is always going to be there when you're called the prosecutor general, I think it's kind of in the name, gets you a 55 inch TV.
1: I think it's really incredible because from my point of view, what I've heard is they were willing to break the UN sanctions and not even just break them, but double down and hand out. TV.
0: Well, again, this because... depends, but this does come to the question. And I, I, I am not an expert on sanctions, unlike Buffy the Vampire Slab, which I am an expert. Yeah, on. oh, so sad. So sad, but true.
1: That's the part of the date you cry, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> there's loads of bits <laughs> in Buffy the Vampire Slab that make any normal grown man cry. But let's not go into that right now. <laughs> With, However, just goes to his
1: goody bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So well, I'm just asking the question, that is a TV actually a luxury good? I mean, let's be honest, no. for your average Israeli or Brit or most of the Western world, nobody would say that a TV was a luxury good. Now, right. 55 inches worth of TV, we're into a size discussion, uh, which I know you like, Molly.
1: <laughs> well, it does matter. Look,
0: I thought I'd do that before you did, because I knew you were... <laughs>
1: well done, you, Alex. You were
0: going to make the joke, so I thought I might as well.
1: Yes, you witty bastard. Yeah. But I
0: also... So other things I discovered whilst looking at this article is that there is an Iranian app store. Didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cafe, Didn't know that. Cafe Bazaar. Or Café Bazaar, as in not Bazaar, Bazaar as in Marketplace. Hmm. And 51% of Android phones are made by Samsung. Samsung has the majority of the market in Android phones uh, in Iran, which you didn't know either, did you?
1: Oh, I definitely didn't know that. I mean, I'm I'm shocked really after what just went down, yeah. And
0: finally, did you know... Café Bazaar. Café Bazaar or Bazaar. (laughs) Iran is the biggest smartphone market in the Middle East. 48 million people in Iran own smartphones.
1: Now, I find that interesting because I remember the whole nuclear deal talks, part of it was a relief of the sanctions of these luxuries and whatever else that the U.S. was putting on Iran and bundles and bundles of money Mm -hmm. to go to Iran. And the reason, as I understood it, that there's been rebellion from the people against the government is because they haven't felt that relief, meaning they feel that they're still stuck being poor or whatever it is. So when you tell me that everyone owns a smartphone— or not everyone, but quite a few people, and that they're the largest smartphone owners in the Middle East, it is kind of shocking for me. I want to know the truth. I just feel like we never get to know what's real. Do you feel that?
0: Well, I know what's real is is that all these people have now got 55-inch TVs, and actually, I'll tell you what is also real. I think I need to change my business card to Prosecutor general. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I think if I handed out business card saying, Alex Donald prosecutor general, I would get a load yeah. of free shit. Or at so, least
1: change it on your dating profile. Uh,
0: on LinkedIn, I'm thinking of definitely yeah. changing it on LinkedIn. Imagine yeah.
1: if you had walked down that red carpet and you had said you were a prosecutor general. They still wouldn't care, but it would have been something more. It would have been exciting. I
0: think prosecutor general slash test pilot is possibly... <laughs> what the...
1: happened? Where did that come from?
0: This I is... think test pilot, I've always thought that test pilot is a yeah. pretty rock and roll thing to have on your business card. So I'm just trying to, i quite cool to merge those two things together. Prosecutor General slash test pilot would cover all the bases.
1: What I like about you, Alex, is that you still have goodie bags and business cards. Yes. And it's 2018. I know, I know. And I don't think most people think that way
0: anymore. I don't I'm going to go
1: with, mm, I'm going to go with, yeah, I think business cards. I have
0: supplied you with fascinating information it's amazing you did not because you did not know
1: i didn't know i didn't know that there were so many smartphones in iran and now that i do know i'm not sure what i'm supposed to do with this information my questions are like this does iran have free internet where they can use it in any way shape or form are they being banned meaning what do they use their smartphones for that's what i want to know
0: that's a very interesting question i will do some research on that for you I suspect that the Iranian government does have some restraints, like the Chinese, on it. But I I will go away and research that for you.
1: Yeah, because I think it's very interesting. I know that with Israel and Iran, when there's been like social activism on the ground from people to people, they've Mm -hmm. been sharing through you know, using smartphones and internet and hashtags and all this, there's been this interesting communication. Mm -hmm. Pictures of passports, pictures of I'm with you, whatever it is, I'm like you. So I know that there is that. At the same time, I know that the Iranian government will shoot down their people in the streets if they rebel. And I feel like social media, well, we know Trump uses it as a form of expression and freedom of speech. So I feel like it's just very interesting. This It is actually interesting, the information you've given me. Also, even in terms of TVs, I'd like to know what they're watching. Do they watch Friends? Do they
0: have Netflix? Oh, everyone watches Friends. Everyone,
1: I'm re-watching it as an adult. It's very interesting. They're horrible people, by the way.
0: Horrible. Yes, I've heard this reinterpretation that you shouldn't watch it because they all—they are all horrible when you watch it again. They're
1: horrible. And speaking of horrible people, if I could segue for just a moment.
0: Yes, go on then.
1: We were having this discussion before we went on air. It's not Middle East, but it has to do with the Middle East. And this always comes up when it is something like the Florida shooting. The Florida shooting mm-hmm. happened last week, Seventeen. 17- do you want to say
0: something? The fact that when you say Florida shooting, and there's a bit of me that says which one. Oh,
1: dear Gore. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's the truth. At this point, it's the truth. And the thing is, you have to understand: in Israel, pretty much everyone is carrying a gun, and there's no shootings like this. And the Israelis are going, I'm, I would never go to Florida. I mean, what is going <laughs> on over there?" And that's crazy because all you hear in the news is the next, you know, war and terrorism and stabbings and this, and it doesn't happen like that. Why does it happen like that in America? And then. I want to further say that while it is awful that any innocent person should die, especially at school or teachers becoming human shields, like that's part of their job title, then you look at what's going on in Syria, okay, and they are just being mowed down by their own government, by the dozens in the hundreds, and yet that doesn't make news, and also that doesn't make people's hearts. Like, where is that That anger and that passion to end what's going on in actual like genocide that's taking place in the same way about gun control in America and that makes the news and I have ranted
0: that's a fair rant there's no good answer is there to that rant it's a very sincere rant and there isn't an answer it'll be interesting to see in florida and america how this march that's being organized by school kids for the first time that students are actually going to march and demand action whether that becomes a potential template for syria in some small way that if you actually had younger people deciding that the guys in charge the people in charge were the problem rather than the solution that that might be a template for some change. That's very naive. naive. Yeah,
1: because the difference is in Syria, those younger people are gone. They're dead or they've run. And if they were to ever speak out, and this is the difference between a democracy and a dictatorship, they're just chemical weaponized. I don't think that's a word, but you know what I mean. They're dead. Yes. So in America, you want to see your youth finally taking some kind of responsibility and caring more about what's going on, then stupid Snapchat and what they're eating. And my baby's Mm -hmm. upset with this because she is that next generation.
0: But you got to teach your child that she's not to eat Tide Pods. Is that what you got to say?
1: (laughs) They just got to care. You know, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, my father told me already by the age of six, seven, eight, oh, he's a little bit weird and off, you know. But he said, you know, my generation screwed everything up. So it's up to (laughs) your generation to make it better. And I took that very seriously. But I think I was the only one. And now I see my kids growing up and I see what's going on around the world and the way that social media is used and the way that people communicate. I don't think I'll bother giving that speech to my kids because I think it's already screwed up and it's getting worse. Sorry to be a pessimist.
0: We started this quite (laughs) light-hearted. Yes, again, Molly, you've dragged it down. I'm
1: so sorry. I just want my TV. I just want a 55-inch TV. You
0: you just want a 55-inch TV. Yeah. Very yeah. good points without an easy solution. Unlike Samson where just being called in by the Prosecutor General solved everything. Maybe we need a global Prosecutor General.
1: Oh, I was gonna say maybe we need a global goodie bag. And maybe that won't. Well,
0: but a balance. Well, maybe if we just offered everyone <laughs> 55-inch TVs and yeah. just said, tell you what, why don't you all just calm the fuck down? Here's a 55-inch <laughs> TV to watch Friends on and we'll all discuss yeah. whether or not it's held up well and whether Ross really was on a break. Why don't we go with that?
1: It was a break. We were on a break. Yeah, they could do the same thing. There's a whole
0: generation of people, Molly, that have no idea what we're talking about. Oh,
1: my gosh. How sweet is that? Well, they're going to be marching for their freedom and gun laws, so I'd rather they do that than know what Rachel and Ross were up to.
0: Yeah, God bless them.
1: And now we don't have the TV tax also in Israel. That was something from the British mandate. Thank you so much. What a waste and frustration, and I tried to sue the tv tax and i lost but now we don't have it so a 55 inch tv is the way to go we're always looking for different ways to make peace in the middle east aren't we alex we
0: are we are let all just you know try to love each other
1: i think that's gonna wrap it up here i'd love to know what people think the new facts that alex has brought us here today i think those are important did you know do you care along with all the other things that i mentioned less important syria florida gun control shootings you can always listen to our podcasts where you listen to your podcasts. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe, leave us comments. You can find us on Facebook at the Mideast Beast. You can follow us on Twitter at East And of course, online, themideastbeast.com. Alex, any final random facts? Anything? goodie bag your goodie bag of facts over there (laughs) you laugh now you laugh now next
0: week we can talk about Apple computers introducing Persian keyboards onto the iPhone for the first time
1: wow that's for that that's a bad word in in Persian in Parsi
0: that's for next week
1: okay we'll save that for next week Google what I just said you have been listening to another episode of the Mideast Beast